Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Excess Press. My name is Matt, and I'm the host of this Disney theme parks news podcast. This is episode 20 from the week of November 18th, 2018. I am now on the 20th episode of the show, and this is by far the biggest news week that is... I've had to deal with so far. There has been a lot of great news that have come out in the past week, and I can't wait to discuss it with you guys. Uh, But first and foremost, I want to say happy birthday to Mickey Mouse. Today, I am recording on November 18th. Uh, It is his birthday. So Mickey Mouse, happy birthday. You've been a part of my life for a very long time. Uh, I love you so much that I'm doing this show, mostly because of you. Um, It's it's Mickey Mouse. He's he's an icon, and he'll never be forgotten uh they've they've implanted him in our minds and we we just we just love him um yeah just i actually just got back from my local disney store where i i went to the opening with a a friend of mine uh and he and i went and got like they were giving out special keys at the store then i got a few souvenirs while i was there as well so it was a little fun event that i was able to partake in for his birthday um so but yeah today is a big day it's uh there's a lot of cool events happening over at the Magic Kingdom. Like they're doing um, a, a special show where there's 90 characters that come out for like the opening morning show. It's it's crazy if you haven't seen any videos on that. But yeah, big celebrations happening for him this weekend. Um, and because of that, there's a lot of big events happening. Um, so this past weekend, they they had the D23 uh, Destination D uh, event as well as the IAAPA conference earlier this week. So lots of big news was released and I'm sure most of you have heard about it, uh, but I'm going to take a little deeper dive and, and discuss all the things that were announced this week. Stuff with Galaxy's Edge, uh, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, a lot of a lot of great things happening. So uh, this this episode is going to be jam-packed with news, so let's uh, let's strap in and uh, let's just jump right into it. So let's begin this week's episode of the Excess Press Podcast.
So a lot of news was dropped this past Saturday at D23's Destination D event. There was uh, some pretty big news about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, new entertainment at both Hollywood Studios and Epcot, uh, and there was much more announced as well. So there's a lot to discuss today, but I, I do want to begin with the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge news. Um, so Disney Parks Experience and Consumer Products Chairman Bob Chappick, uh, hopefully I said his last name right, uh, had, he shared some news about the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge uh, during his presentation Bob had shared two videos which revealed the names of the two attractions, of the two major attractions that will be part of the land when it opens at both Disneyland and Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh, the first attraction is uh, called Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, and it's going to put guests behind the controls of the most famous ship in the galaxy. Um, and uh, the user, or not the users, the guests will have, there will be one of three unique flight crew roles. Uh, the second attraction, uh, it's going to put guests in the middle of an epic battle between the Resistance and the First Order. Uh, and that ride is called Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. So it, it seems like Smuggler's Run might be similar to Mission Space, but a lot more intuitive. Uh, I have heard rumors in the past that there could be different outcomes each time you ride the attraction. I assume the roles would be like the pilot and then like the other two would be co-pilots. But I saw an image of the cockpit and I saw that there are four seats. I'm not sure if that's accurate or not. So I'm, I'm not sure what the fourth person would be doing in that instance. Um... But so the the details on how this ride will actually work are pretty scarce right now. But uh, I assume that at the D23 Expo next August or July, I think it's next August. I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a lot more uh, details there. So we'll have to wait on that. Um, and I'm not quite sure how the attraction, uh, the Rise of the Resistance will work. I'm wondering if it'll be like a dark ride where you get in a vehicle and move around the ship during a battle. Uh, actually, if you take a look at the video uh, that was that Disney showed, um, they used actual footage from the attraction, and this it looks amazing. Like it looks like you're you're watching a Star Wars movie. It's crazy. Um, so if it is a dark ride, I it could be like a a trackless dark ride. Um, where maybe the vehicles are controlled from underneath the floor. I don't know. I'm, I, I don't know how those would work. But uh, for now, that's the only thing I can think of how the ride would work is that you'll be on some kind of vehicle and you're moving around uh, the ship. So again, we'll have to wait and see what, um, what details are released for that. Um, and it looks like you will be able to use your Play Disney uh, Parks app. Uh, so you can become like one of the, the galactic travelers and you can live your own Star Wars stories. Um, they have said in the past that this will be a very immersive land, so it would only make sense that you can use the app to further enhance your time at the park. Um, they also announced that original Star Wars music composer uh, John Williams uh, will be creating new and original Star Wars themes for the land. They re actually released a preview of some of the music, um, so I'll probably play that uh, at the end of the show after the outro if you want to hear the new preview for it. So uh, stay tuned to the end of the show where I will add that in. Um, so the the whole the whole gal or the the whole land it's it's called Galaxy's Edge, but in it they have an area called uh, Black Spire Outpost. Um, for example, you can visit a street market. 
uh, shop at food stores or food stalls where you can enjoy uh, delicacies like blue milk, or you can visit the cantina where you can see a, uh, some old, uh, your old friend Rex. Uh, he's a character in the Star Wars universe, uh, but you'll also be able to encounter creatures and other characters that are hallmarks of the Star Wars universe. So I think they're going to have just, it's crazy because I think they're going to have people just in makeup and in costumes and they're, they're going to be part of the, the edge. So you're walking around and interacting with all of these, like what you can call them like streetmosphere characters. So uh, I'm very excited to see how that is going to play out because I'm, I'm very excited for this. Um, and then adding to the excitement, uh, Bob shared, uh, new details about the currently in development Star Wars resort coming to Walt Disney World. Um, he, they're saying that it's a groundbreaking experience, which is unlike any resort experience you've seen from the moment you board your launch pod. It's a fully immersive multi-day Star Wars adventure aboard a luxury starship complete with high-end dining, space view cabins, and all of your exciting action you would expect from an authentic Star Wars experience. Um, I can't, I can't wait to hear more details about this hotel. Uh, it seems like once you're in the hotel, you get sucked into the Star Wars universe. Uh, there were some leaked hotel plans earlier, earlier this week. Um, and from the plans, it looks like gu uh, guests will be shuttled from the hotel to the Black Spire outpost. Uh, so they must be special vehicles that you that you ride. It'll it'll simulate you going from like a spaceship to the outpost. Uh, it'll probably work similar to the train in Harry Potter World over at Universal Studios, where it like transfers you park to park, uh, but keeps you immersed in the environment. So. That was, uh, so that's a lot of news to take in about Star Wars. Um, so I'm very excited for it, and it honestly, like, can't come any sooner. Uh, I, the, I feel like the hotel, though, is going to be wildly popular, but also very expensive. Um, so from what we understand is it's going to be, like, maybe, like, a two- or three-day where you, you're just, you're in this hotel, and you're just, it's, you encapsulate Star Wars all around you. Uh, I, I think it's from what the rumors are, it's going to be, it's going to be paid per person, sort of like if you were on like the Disney Cruise Line or any other cruise, where it's like a set package pay. Uh, and it looks like from the hotel plans that the hotel is going to be, um, uh, it's going to be very limited in in room space. Like they're saying, there might be only like 68 rooms. Like it's going to be like a two floor hotel. It's going to be very small. So. Uh, I think it's going to be very exclusive and also very expensive. Um, but yeah, I'm, I don't know if I'll get to do it. We'll have to check out the prices when it comes. But either way, it's really cool. But um, but yeah, so that's that's all the Star Wars news for now. Um, but let's move on over to the next thing that Bob had to say about um, uh, Epcot and uh, Hollywood Studios. So uh, Bob Chapik also shared an exciting update on the multi-year transformation of Epcot, uh, and that's including uh, some new details on new nighttime uh, entertainment, which were which was planned for the park, as well as uh, additions to World Showcase. Uh, among the announcements were updates on a new nighttime spectacular that was planned to open at the park in 2020. 
Uh, the new show will celebrate how Disney music inspires people around the world, and it will also feature massive floating set pieces, custom-built LED panels, choreographed moving fountains, lights, pyrotechnics, and lasers. So they're just throwing everything at you for this show. Um, but it's not arriving until 2020, uh, but there will be a limited time uh, experience that fans uh, of Epcot will absolutely love. And it's called Epcot Forever. And that's going to debut in the fall of 2019. Uh, and that's going to feature classic Epto uh, Epcot tunes. Uh, so Epcot Forever will begin with a spark of imagination that swells into an uh, epic spectacle of fireworks, music, lighting, lasers, and special effects kites. Um, and I'm, I'm very excited to see these new shows coming to Epcot. And I'm actually more excited for the temporary Epcot Forever uh, or the temporary show Epcot Forever. Uh, like some of the music from... Uh, some of my favorite music from the Disney parks is the old school stuff from Epcot. Uh, I mean, you have the classic Epcot entrance music, uh, Journey to Imagination, Tomorrow's Child from Spaceship Earth, uh, Listen to the Land uh, from the from the Ride the Land, um, and then the Living Seas original theme, the original Universe of Energy theme, uh, the music from Horizons, Interventions, and just much more. Uh, so I can't wait to see all of those classic themes combined into one nighttime spectacular. Uh, one day I might make a bonus episode where I just play the music from Mipcot. Uh, if that's something you're interested, let me know. Like you can send me a message either on social media at Excess Press Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or send me an email over at excesspresspodcast at gmail.com. And let me know if that's something you'd be interested in making me making like a bonus episode of all the uh, old Epcot music. Um, and as for the permanent show, I'm also very excited for it. Um, I don't know much of the details about it now, but I'm, I'm excited to see it come. Like, I like the illuminations, but it's, it's definitely ready uh, for a change. But that wasn't the only announcement for Epcot. Uh, Bob also announced the name of the Ratatouille Experience coming to the France Pavilion. Uh, and it's going to be called Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Uh, he also shared that a new guest offering will soon debut at the France Pavilion uh, over at the World Showcase. Uh, and it's it's not replacing Impressions de France. It's just going to be added to it. Uh, and it's actually going to be a brand new Beauty and the Beast sing-along. Um, and he's one of the – it's created by Dan Hahn, which was a producer of the animated and live-action uh, Beauty and the Beast films. And Canada is also in the process of updating the uh, O Canada 360 degree show. Uh, so there aren't any details about the Remy ride, and I'm surprised they didn't release any, any information on that just yet. I'm curious how this sing-along will work. Uh, will Belle be a part of the show? I mean, she already does Enchanted Tales with uh, Belle over in Magic Kingdom, so I can't imagine Disney having two attractions featuring Belle, but uh, I mean, we'll see. Um, and as for the O Canada show, does does it still feature Martin Short? Um, I'm not sure if that's still a thing. Like, I, I honestly don't know what happens in the attraction today. I haven't been out since I was a kid, uh, mostly due to the fact that it makes me motion sickness. But I'll have to try it out again uh, since I kind of just take motion or motion sickness pills every time I, I go to the parks. But um, but yeah. So that's a uh, that's the news that was released. Um, 
uh, over at uh, Epcot. Um, but there's, yeah, there's a lot more. So um, not only at Epcot, but at Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a quick break. So uh, if you just stay tuned, we'll be right back. So at the D23 Destination D event, Bob Chapek also discussed things that are coming uh, next year as part of the celebration of Mickey Mouse. Uh, and here's just a, a quick uh, roundup of what guests can expect. Um, the wonderful world of animation is going to debut at Disney's Hollywood Studios. It's going to be a new uh, cinematic nighttime experience, and it's coming in May of 2019 as part of the 30th anniversary of the park. Uh, and the show will use state-of-the-art projection technology to take guests on a magical journey uh, more than nine, uh, through more than 90 years of Disney animation, all beginning with Mickey himself. Um, and then... Uh, they will, guests will also be able to finally ride Mickey and Minnie's R Runaway Railway over at Hollywood Studios, and that's re that replaced a great movie ride. Um, so they're using breakthrough technology to transform a two-dimensional cartoon into an amazing real-world experience. Uh, the f it's the first ever ride-through attraction themed to Mickey Mouse, and it will feature an original story and theme song that'll get uh, take guests on a journey inside the wacky and unpredictable uh, Mickey Mouse cartoon shorts. So there will also be uh, new offerings at the Disneyland Park. Uh, so Disneyland Resort will have a Mickey mini celebration called Get Your Ears On, which will feature new entertainment, food, and merchandise. And then on January 18th, Mickey's Mix Magic will light up the night at Disneyland Park with all new music, projections, and lasers uh, that will set the scene for an epic dance party that takes over almost the entire park. Uh, the party will get even bigger when the Mickey's Soundsational Parade will actually make its return to the resort in January of 2019. I know that was a very popular um, parade, and it is now coming back. And then uh, there will be some more fun at the Magic Kingdom Park. Uh, so from January 18th to September 30th uh, of next year, there will again be Mickey and Minnie Surprise Celebration, which will have new food, merchandise, and entertainment, including a dance party with Mickey, Minnie, and their friends. So, yeah, that's it for the Mickey and Minnie news. Um, so there was one more announcement, uh, one more pretty big announcement that was made at the D. 23 Destination D event. Um, so back on episode 15, we actually discussed the announcement of a new resort over at Walt Disney World. Um, and during uh, Bob's presentation, he finally revealed the name of that resort. Uh, it was rumored uh, for a while, but it is official. It is called Reflections, a Disney Lakeside Lodge, and uh, it's a deluxe nature-inspired resort uh, that will be coming to the Walt Disney World resort uh, and it's going to have more than 900 hotel rooms and as well as Disney Vacation Club villas. Uh, so it is located between the Fort Wilderness Resort 
and uh, the Wilderness Lodge. And that will be coming in 2022 and will be the 16th uh, Disney Vacation Club Resort. Um, so that was the biggest news that came out of the, the Destination D event. Uh, there's lots of new and exciting things coming to the parks, but um, uh, that's all that was announced for that conference. So that kind of took me unexpectedly yesterday with all the news dropped. Uh, but earlier this week, um, there was the IAAPA conference, and there was also some announcements related to the Disney theme parks. Uh, the IAAPA stands for uh, the International Association of Amusement Parks and Attractions. Uh, so again, Bob Chapik, uh, he was there talking to guests. Um, so the first thing he mentioned uh, was that the Disney Skyliner will start operating and transporting guests between the Walt Disney World Resorts beginning fall 2019. On episode 15 of the show, we discussed a lot of details about the Skyliner, but I'll do a quick uh, recap of the gondola system that's being put in place. Um, so it will transport guests to four resorts, the Disney's Art of Animation, Pop Century, Caribbean Beach, and the new Disney Riviera Resort, uh, and that is the 15th Disney Vacation Club property being built. Uh, and guests will also be able to get to Hollywood Studios and the International Gateway entrance uh, to Epcot. Um, and then Bob Chapik also announced the name of the new tower coming to the Coronado Springs Resorts, uh, and it will be called the uh, Grand Destino Tower. Uh, it will be opening in July of 2019, and it will be the first stop uh, for visitors when they are arriving at the resort. Um, we previously reported that there will be 545 uh, new guest rooms. That includes uh, 50 suites. Uh, the existing 1,800 rooms of the Coronado Springs Resort uh, will all be uh, refurbished with new fixtures, furnishings, and lighting. Uh, there will be a new table service restaurant at the top of the tower. And then a second restaurant, uh, Villa del Lago, is also being built on the lake that's in the middle of the resort. Um, the next piece of news he revealed... Uh, so much news this week, guys. Uh, lots of news. Um, so another thing that he re revealed, uh, that the, he revealed the ride vehicles for the new Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster that is coming to Epcot. Uh, the the colors of the vehicles are themed to the spaceships, uh, that the Guardians ride in the movie. Uh, the main color is blue with accents of like neon, orange, yellow, and silver. They're, they're pretty cool. I posted it on my Instagram page if you have not seen it. Um... So he also revealed how the ride vehicle is going to work. Uh, and here is a quote uh, from Bob. Uh, this will be a coaster unlike anything you've experience, ever experienced before. We call it a storytelling coaster. But on this attraction, each individual cab will be programmed to direct your eye to the story happening around you. Instead of whizzing by the action, you'll be fully immersed in the story the minute you launch uh unquote so the vehicle won't be facing the front of the track the entire time but it will be it will move based on what's happening around you uh and i've never heard of anything like that before and i'm curious and I, i'm curious if the ride does like a 360 spin or if it just does left and right um but that's really awesome. I'm super psyched for this coaster now that it's not going to be like your your run-of-the-mill roller coaster, but it's going to be very uh, intuitive. So, 
so that ride is uh, going to premiere in 2021 during the 50th anniversary of the Walt Disney World Resort. So we have quite a ways uh, for that, um, but it is coming soon. So, well, that's uh, that's all of the big news that came out of the two conferences this week. The D 23 Destination D event and then the IAAPA conference. Uh, lots to unravel there. Uh, all very, very exciting news. Um, I'm mostly excited for the Star Wars land. Um, I can't, I can't wait for it. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how immersive the environment actually is. So just super psyched for that. But that's, uh, that's not all the news for this week. Uh, there. There is some new ways to celebrate the new year at the Walt Disney World Resort, so we are going to discuss that, but I'm going to take a quick break. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back. So last week on the show, we discussed the New Year's Eve beach party happening over at the Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. Uh, Disney announced some more experience that guests can enjoy to ring in the New Year. Uh, the first new experience is down in New Orleans, a Disney New Year's Eve experience, and that's happening over at the Contemporary Resort. Uh, this is different from Disney Countdown to Midnight, a New Year's Eve celebration. Uh, which also takes place at the Contemporary Resort in the Fantasia Ballroom. Uh, we actually discussed that event on the very first episode on the podcast. Um, so, uh, down in New Orleans will take place in the Sorcerer's Apprentice Ballroom, and it is inspired uh, by New Orleans French Quarter uh, and Disney's Prince, The Princess and the Frog. Uh, the ballroom will be decorated with French Quarter-inspired decor, and will have an array of stations such as smoked salmon, moose cones, and oyster beignets uh, that will be fried right in front of you. For entrees, they will serve a Louisiana redfish, uh, uh, crayfish étouffée, black Angus beef, braised short ribs, and roast filet of beef. Um, and then while you're eating, they will have this an authentic uh, jazz band, so they'll be playing live in front of you. And then towards the end of the evening, a vocalist will join the band and bring the classic sounds of Disney's Princess and the Frog. Soon after, you will be ushered over to a private viewing area, a viewing area near the Port Cochet uh, for champagne, and uh, you'll be able to see the famous Magic Kingdom fireworks to ring in the new year. Uh, so we also had discussed that the other Disney, uh, uh, the other New Year's event at the Contemporary will be ending at the Port Cochere. So it sounds like these two parties kind of come together at the very end of the night. Um, so you can reserve this for seating today. Uh, and uh, that the event is happening on December 31st, 2018 from 
7 p.m. to 12:15 a.m. at the Contemporary Resort, uh, and it will be uh, restaurant-style reserved seating. Um, so you can call for reservations today at 407 WDW Dine. Uh, the next event, if you're looking for something a little more casual, you can head over to the Atlantic Dance Hall at Disney's Boardwalk. There will be rock music to dance to, as well as plenty of food and beverages to warm your appetite. Some of the food options are soft pretzels, churros, and other sweet and salty snacks. Uh, in addition, you can celebrate the new year with complimentary party hats and horns, as well as a view of the Epcot fireworks and a champagne toast at midnight. Uh, doors open for this at 9 p.m., and guests must be 21 years or older to enter. Uh, and you can call, uh, again, 407-WDW-DINE if you want to do that. The next event, you can actually head on over to the Flying Fish at Disney's Boardwalk, and you can enjoy uh, the an event called Dinner and Dancing Under the Sea. That, that event starts at 7 p.m. Uh, there will be a cocktail hour with uh, lots of hors d'oeuvres, as well as a delectable seafood display. And then you'll take a seat for a family-style uh, family dinner with lots of seafood, uh, seafood offerings. Uh, and then there will also be a complimentary, complimentary, I can't talk today, um, there will be a comp complimentary character artist uh, drawing throughout the night and the opportunity to dance all night long to a live three-piece jazz band. And then at midnight, uh, there will be a toast with champagne. Uh, and then you'll also be able to hop over to the Atlantic Dance Hall to enjoy the uh, Epcot fireworks as well. So for that event, you do have to be 21 years or older, uh, and you can call again for reservations today. Uh, actually, you have to call 407-939-2398. That is a different number than I gave you before. So uh, I guess you can't do this online. You have to call for all of these. So, um, And there will be one more event happening at the Fort Wilderness Resort, separate from what we discussed last week. Uh, so you can join Mickey, Minnie, and friends for a family-friendly barbecue as they celebrate the new year at Mickey's New Year's Eve barbecue. Uh, during this uh, barbecue event, you'll feast on uh, bacon jam burger sliders as well as a lot of other things. Uh, there's going to be like mac and cheese for the kids and many uh, mini s'mores and mason jars. So it's all you can eat barbecue spread and you'll be able to hear um, music from a bluegrass uh, band as well as a DJ. Um, so that should be fun as well. And then you'll be able to view the mountain, uh, sorry, the Magic Kingdom uh, fireworks from a special viewing area as well. So those are all the things that are happening at the Walt Disney World Resort. So if you want to get away from the crowds from either Epcot or Magic Kingdom, you don't have to spend uh, your nights with a very crowded, uh, very crowded environment. Uh, if you just need something a bit more casual, you can do any of those events. So uh, if I were to choose one, I think I would probably choose the one last week that we talked about at uh, the Fort Wilderness. I would probably do that one. That one sounded like a lot of fun hanging out on the beach. Um, but if I had to choose a second one, I would probably do not the uh, 
down in New Orleans event at the Disney Contemporary Resort, but I would do the other event that I discussed in episode one. And a quick reminder that I don't have notes for this, so I'm thinking from my head if I remember. Uh, but that one actually gave you taste offerings from like popular restaurants. So I think it, it gave you some tastings from California Grill, as well as some of the restaurants from the Grand Floridian. So I, I, it's, I, th I thought that was a better event than the New Orleans one. Uh, so I would probably choose one of those if I had to. Um, so we have one more news item for this week. Um, so this one actually caused a kind of a bit of a, I don't want to say controversy, but a lot of people, including myself, were not happy about this. So Disney is getting ready to introduce automated cameras that will take your picture instead of photo pass photographers at select meet and greet locations. Uh, an automated camera will be positioned in a room to take photos of your interaction with characters. Uh, to start, there will actually be nine different meet-and-greet locations that will be using the automated cameras, and they'll debut late November, so in a couple weeks. Um, the automated cameras are currently be being tested at Town Square Theater in Magic Kingdom and Adventures Outpost in Animal Kingdom. Uh, plans for the system to be rolled out to all indoor meet-and-greets at some point, um, and I really hope they don't do this. Um... I, I think this would be kind of lame if the one photo you got from your meet and greet is like just one of you standing with the characters like uh, the 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 interactions start before you even get to um, get up front. So like, for example, on my bachelor party, one of the best characters I, I've ever experienced uh, character experience I had was with Daisy and Donald over in Magic, not Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, and the the photographer was just taking tons of photos, like turning themselves, like away from like where the their like backdrop is, like the main where you like take the main photo, but like Donald came up to us and he was all mad because Daisy was like she she wanted to she was flirting with some of the guys, like it was hilarious. It was such a funny interaction, but. The photographer was able to like move and take photos and zoom in and get close-ups and stuff and take multiple photos in different angles like I think it would be really lame if you just walk away with just one photo like I came away with several photos from different angles from that experience and that's what I remember the most and looking back on those photos it's just it's it's fantastic so I really, really hope that automated photo pass, uh, automated cameras don't go to each meet and greet location. I don't think that's a good look for Disney and a lot of people, a lot of people are mad at, at this news and I really hope that Disney hears the fans and doesn't replace it. Um, I, I, I hopefully Disney listens to the backlash. I don't know what's going to happen, but I will keep you updated to let you know. Um, again, I'm not a fan of this and I hope uh all meet and greet locations don't get replaced by the uh automated cameras so all right well all right that's that's it for the news i i probably did it a lot faster than i wanted to uh, i didn't i think i was just making sure i got through all of it in a timely manner um but uh the i did have one question that came over on instagram this past week uh, and that was from Moments to Time on Instagram. And 
their question was, what are the best freebies around the parks? So, um, I did have to do a little bit of research on this. I knew some stuff ahead of time, but uh, I did find some uh, a good article from our friends over at the Disney Tourist blog. And uh, they had a very long list of free things at Walt Disney World, but I'm not going to mention all of them. Uh, but I will, I'll, I'll make sure to link the show or link i'll make sure to link the website in the show notes if you want to read more but so yeah i'll um so some of the things uh that you can do is if you're visiting the parks and celebrating something uh like if it's your birthday or your anniversary uh wedding or if it's your first time visiting uh make sure you grab a button and you wear it at all times uh you can grab them at the resort or at the parks and I, I remember I got a button one time when I was in one of the, the I think the world of Disney so I think the stores have them too uh, but by wearing a button it could lead to other free things like if you're if you're dining and a cast a cast member might bring you a free dessert at dinner or they might hand you a fast pass but I've I've heard of some of these experience happening uh, but just just don't abuse the button like don't I don't know, don't ask for those things. Just kind of let things happen to you. Um, so it, it never hurts to wear buttons. So make sure you grab one of those free buttons. Um, and then it's funny, like for my bachelor party, I actually created my own button. It looked like the Disney buttons, the one that they give out, but mine was centered towards uh, me getting married. So it said, I'm getting hitched on it. And the Disney cast members did a lot of cool stuff because um, I wore it the entire trip. Uh, and they saw that I was getting married and on my bachelor party and like, and I had a lot of cool experiences with them. Uh, there's this guy that hangs out, um, at the Liberty Tree Tavern, uh, not Liberty Tree Tavern, Columbia Harbor House. And he actually sang to me. He's like, listen, usually I sing to the bachelorettes, but, uh, uh I'll make an exception for you today. So like, there's a video of me, uh, having this guy sing to me in front of everyone. It was hilarious, but also embarrassing at the same time. But it's because he saw my button. I had that really personal interaction, and that's a memory that I'm not going to forget. So free buttons. Make sure you wear one if you're there for a celebration. Um, uh, they So another free things, they have the, uh, di- the Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom's trading cards, and you can pick those up over at the fire station on Main Street. Uh, and another thing I learned this past trip is that uh, cast members that are driving any form of transportation, they also have a trading card for that mode of transportation. So uh, we were talking to our bus driver and they had they gave us a card, like a trading card about like the bus. Uh, but yeah, they, they have out trading cards and apparently like the ferry drivers and like all the Disney transportation uh, members have uh, different trading cards based on that. So, and then the next thing, if you're in Epcot, uh, you can, it's good if you have, this one's a good one if you have kids. Uh, so in the World Showcase Pavilion, they have Kidcot stations where kids and, um, oh, kids can go in color and make crafts and stuff and they'll be able to keep that with them throughout the day. So another thing in Epcot is make sure you stop by Club Cool which is over in Future World, and it's actually sponsored by Coca-Cola, uh, and it, you can try different beverages from around the globe. So it's it's all free in there. They have lots of different dispense stations. Uh, so the Beverly is the worst one. Uh, I always tell people to try it because of how bad it is. 
Uh, I think it's from Italy, if I remember correctly. But but yeah, they do have some other different Coca-Colas in there that are, are good. So definitely try those out. And that's free. You can just go in and, and do it. Um, but if you are thirsty and just want some water, you can get free water. Like you can go up to a counter service restaurant and ask for a cup of water. They'll be more than gladly to, to give it to you. Like it's just like any other restaurant, like water is free. It's just they, they're not going to make you dehydrate out there. Uh, yes, it's probably easier to carry a water bottle around with you. But like if you don't want to do that, you want to save some money, uh, you can just get a free cup of water. Um and then I also found out that there are free drawing classes. Uh, you can do that over at the Art of Animation or the Animation Academy in Hollywood Studios. I might have to do that because I didn't know about that. Uh, and then uh, at nighttime, there are a few campfires that you can go to at the resorts. So there is Chippendale's Campfire Sing-Along at the Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. I think that's only like a seasonal thing. So if you go, you might just want to check with... Um, like concierge and see what they have to say about that and then at the port orleans riverside in the i think it was the animal kingdom lodge uh there will be campfires where you'll have um storytellers and entertainment for uh for you over there so that should be fun too uh and then from what i heard is at some of the deluxe resorts uh they offer free tours so just ask your hotel concierge again for that so those are a lot of the good ones that I found, but again, uh, I found this on a great website called the Disney Tourist Blog if you've never seen it before, uh, and I will make sure to link uh, their list in the show notes because they have a ton of stuff on there, but I just kind of picked the good ones. So that's a, that's a lot of the free stuff that you can do over at the resorts. So, but all right, well, now it's coming to the end of the show. Um, so before I begin my outro, I do want to mention one thing. So stay tuned because this Wednesday I will be releasing my very first episode with an interview with a cast member. And I'm very, very excited about it. The interview went really well. I can't wait to release it and show it with you guys. Uh, I interviewed uh, Matt Crawl, who is the host of the Imagineer podcast. So check him out uh, and give a listen to his show. So uh, on that show, we're going to dive deep into what he did as a Disney cast member. And that will be released uh, Wednesday evening. So stay tuned for that because I'm really excited to see what you guys think of it. Uh, I'm very, very, uh, it's, it's, I think it's going to be a new beginning for the show and I can't wait to, to show it to you guys. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode. Uh, guys, if you're not subscribed to the podcast, please do so. It'll really help us out. Like leave a comment. You can listen on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or however you listen to podcasts. Just it's, it'll really help us out if you subscribe, and I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, you guys are the best. I've, I always hear great feedback from everyone, and uh, thank you for supporting the show. Uh, if, you're, if you're at work uh, and you want to just listen on your desktop, you can actually check us out at the accesspresspodcast.com um, or at accesspresspodcast.com, and you can listen on the desktop over there. Uh, all the shows are up. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Excess Press Podcast. Uh, if you want to shoot me an email with any questions or tips you might have that you want to feature on the show, uh, you can shoot me an email over at excesspresspodcast at gmail.com. Um, 
but uh but yeah that's that's it for this week guys again stay tuned for uh the new show coming up next week or sorry this wednesday i should say uh but uh yeah thanks for tuning in and for your continued support of the show it truly does mean a lot to me uh this is matt from the xs press podcast signing off until next time travelers We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage.